Good morning, Rabbi Zegun, Erev Shabbos. A mice popped into, the, into my head. I have not said over the story in many years, many, many years. And for some reason, Hashem put the story into my head. It happens to be exactly the message that I wanted to share with you. I had this chus many years ago to go to a chasana in Chicago. And this was Rabbi Chapa, and Yeshiva Sring Valley, Zarevi Yeshiva Sring Valley. We were together in a yeshiva here in Muncie by Rabbi Shmuel Feivelson, and he had a, his chasana was in Chicago. Anyway, for some reason, the Rosh Yeshiva, his parents did not want him to fly. Not exactly sure why. Never got the, never, never got the real, the understanding of exactly, they didn't want him to fly to the chasana. And we didn't want to drive. So we figured we'll take a train. Like a story from the, from the, I don't know, from the 1800s. We're going to take a train to Chicago. And we had no idea how long the train was supposed to take. Anyway, we show up at Penn Station. I think that's where, that's where the train left from. And, uh, we're sitting on the train, and the lady says we're going to arrive. It was 11 a.m. We're going to arrive 11. We're going to arrive at 12 p.m. 12 p.m. We both say, you mean 12 a.m. tonight? No, no. 12 p.m. tomorrow. We looked at each other like, what? 12 p.m. tomorrow? So that and and the time zone. So you're talking about 26 hours. 26 hours. And this train stopped at every, every darful. It was, it, was, it was a very interesting train ride. Anyway, one of the stories that happened on that train, and we didn't bring food. Anyway, well, there's, a, there's one of the train cars. I don't know if this still goes today. They had a eating car. where there was like a canteen. So we, there, were no, uh, there were no granola bars left by the end of that trip for anybody else. We had all the granola bars. And... We're sitting in the in that car, and there's a guy, a guy, a nice guy, that nice guy comes over to us, not Jewish, and he starts schmoozing with us. So sisters, he starts hopping the schmooze, and the Rashidas, you know, was getting into it. So again, remember, he, I was, he was 21 at the time, and I was 19. So we were two regular, two regular, two regular yeshiva bachram, and not an old man like you see in front of you today. And he him, and he asked the Rashiva, like, how far does Judaism go? Like, you know. so he was saying, you know, we would give up our lives for it. We'd give up our lives for Judaism. Like, I was like, what? You'd give up your life? Couldn't believe it. Give up your life? He couldn't. He just couldn't understand it. Like, how could that be? You're like a regular twenty-one-year-old guy. You'd give up your life for it? But I'll never forget the muscle that the Rashiva gave him and the look on this guy's face. He told this guy, he said, let's say somebody would tell you that for the rest of your life, you have to walk around on your hands and feet and go woof woof. That's what you have to do for the rest of your life. If they walk around on your hands and feet and you have to bark. Would you want to live such a life? The guy said, no. So Rashiva told him, again, remember, he was only a bacher then, he said, if you would take away my Yiddishkeit from me, my Judaism from me, that would be like telling me that I have to spend the rest of my life on my hands and feet and bark. The look on this guy's face was worth a million dollars, or maybe even a million bitcoins. It was incredible. Couldn't believe it. 
He couldn't believe that a guy, a regular 21-year-old guy, would say that. And he meant it. He was dead serious. He wasn't joking. And even I went, wow, because I wasn't on that Madriga. I looked at Yiddishkeit like that. And I was scared that by the end of this trip, that we were going to have uh, not a goy on our hands, but a ger on our hands by the end of the trip. Because the guy was so into it, kept on asking questions. Finally, Rashid were like, okay, we got to go. He was like, we went back to our season. We're not supposed, you're not supposed to get gayrim. When I don't know, who knows what happened to that guy. But I can say the last couple of weeks, I totally hopped, like never in my life before, that I hopped what the Rashiva said all those years ago. What we've seen the last couple of weeks, it brings the story literally to life. <coughs> this week's parasha, Rashi starts off, Lech lecho lahanascha l'tayvascha. So everyone has to kasha. Why is that in Yisoyen? Hashem says, go to Miami Beach. Here you don't have any money. There you'll have money. Here you don't have kids. There you'll have kids. You'll be successful, famous, rich. Givaldi. And the, the member says, maybe even the, 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 the test of, of Lech Lecha is a greater test than the Akedah. Wow. A greater test than the Akedah? Go, go, to, go live in Miami Beach and, and in a beautiful overlooking the, overlooking the ocean in an apartment and you'll be wealthy and you'll have everything going. That's, that's harder than the Akedah killing your own son? How's that possible? How's that possible? So I think Pshat Rabbi say is Azoy. We all know the famous story. I don't know if you all know it, but I know the story. Rabbi Chanan Vassarman, he left America to go back to Europe, and they told him, Rebbe, don't go. The Holocaust had already started. Things were already going bad. So Rebbe, you should not go back. You, things are not going to go well for you. You're going to end up like he ended up. He died, I'll kid the Shashem. He said, yeah, that's why I'm going back. That is why I'm going back. And there's a famous story that he mamish danced and by the Kov Megiddo, he danced, his, the Talmidim of Rabbi Chanan were dancing to their execution. Now I can tell you, part of Yiddishkeit is Hashem wasn't saying to Avraham Avinu, is daiti, that it's, your life is always going to be great. He was saying that you have to believe in the core of your soul, down to the depths of your soul, and you have to show the whole world how gishmak it is to be a That's your job. That the whole Torah is lahanascha l'tayvascha. The whole Torah is for your good. And I can tell you, sometimes it's pretty easy. To eat my wife's Shabbos kugel and potato kugel and cholin, it's very gishmak to be a yid. To be in my house on Purim, when I'm singing with the Talmidim, it's gishmak to be a yid, it's gishmak to be a yid. It's very easy in those times to say it's gishmak to be a yid. But to be a Bukhan of Asserman, and to say, yeah, I want to go back. I want to dance with my Talmidim. I want to dance with my Talmidim. That's what I want to do. How far does it go? Rabbi Akiva. My boy says, think about it. We all know the story. The Romans are ripping off his skin with iron combs. And Rabbi Akiva's smiling. He's smiling. 
It's geschmack to be a yid. Unbelievable. That's a madreka. I thought he stabbed him with like a comb-shaped knife. Whatever it was, it doesn't make a difference. It wasn't geschmack. But he felt it was geschmack. Why? Because he looked at that Roman guy who was ripping off his skin with whatever it was, and he said, thank God I'm not you. You look around today, and you see the craziness of the world. It's easy to say, I'd rather be not here in this world than to be some of the people that you see what they are putting, what they are, what they are proclaiming is good. Now, people could go around in the world and say, what happened two weeks ago was okay. I probably would rather not be in this world than to be that person. The Eden who, when, when, the, when the Nazis came over, said, you have one last word. What do you say? Thank God I'm not you. The last thing they said to the Nazi was, Baruch atah Hashem alekeinu melech ha'olam shaloy asani goy. Thank God Hashem I'm not you. It's not, it's not so hard to feel that way today. It's not so hard to feel that way today. The Torah is Every word of the Torah is for our, is for our good, it's for our benefit. The Torah, it's Gishmak to be Eid on Purim, and it's even Gishmak to be Eid now. Because we could say to ourselves, thank God we're not those people. Because tak, it's, not worth, it's not worth to be alive, to be such a person. It's better, it's better not to be here than to be a person who could do that to somebody else. So this is the chizik that we get, at least this is the chizik that I get. That we should all reinvigorate ourselves. In this gishmak to be yid, every day we have the schos to come to yeshiva. And your rabbi imamish, they exude this. They exude this every time your rabbi, every your rabbi say over a black gemara. Every time your rabbi, the way your rabbi daven, the way they, the yiddishkeit, the way they, the way they love each and every one of you guys. It comes out of them. Ashrecha, Ashrecha, we're all so fortunate, Baruch Hashem, to be here. Have a great Shabbos.